0: Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White, and it is the 30th day of May, which means it is the final day of the month for a regular DDP, just the short version. Tomorrow is the last day of the month, and as is our tradition, on the last day of the month will be the essay edition. And for this year, we've been doing the essay edition wherever we are in the text, and I have timed it out this month to where we will land on the last two verses of Mark 9, which will be our essay edition. We went rather slow this month, I realize, because we closed April with our essay edition being Transfiguration. Believe it or not, that was the beginning of this chapter. The first 10 or 11 verses are the, the Transfiguration story. And in between there, we've had the the healing of the young man. We've had Jesus predicting his death and his resurrection. We had the argument of the disciples among who was going to be the greatest. Jesus forbidding sectarianism. Don't tell them they can't cast out in our name just because they're not with us. Um, And then that transitioned into offenses. And back on the 20th day of May, we read for you the 43rd verse of Mark 9... Um, actually May the 19th and 20th, if we sort of got into this and we, we stopped because it's a, it's sort of a repeat 42 to 44 is one segment. Then 45 to 46 is one segment, 47, 48 is another segment. They're all dealing with the same thing. Essentially, that word that shows up in verse 43, hell, which we told you was translated Gehenna. That led us down the journey, May, May the 21st through yesterday, the 29th. We did studies on the Hebrew and Greek words that, that are translated as hell. And so go check that out. What we want to do today is sort of close this little moment by taking everything we've learned over the last week and plugging it into what Jesus must be saying based upon context. Thinking that if Jesus is teaching in the Jeremiah tradition, which he seems to be, taking a local place, Gehenna, where trash is burned, where bodies are often discarded, and using it as the final resting place for those who die as strangers. They die unprotected, they die outside the family, then Jesus, if he's using it in the Jeremiah tradition, is warning national Israel, religious Israel, warning them that there's a judgment to come for their idolatry and their injustice and that this entire system is coming down and that there is a Gehenna to be had for that. That would change what how we see this verse, because how we see this, let me just read for you the first segment, 42 to 44. Whoever causes one of the little ones who believe in me to stumble, it'd be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Now, how we translate that without any knowledge of Gehenna, we just have hell in our mind as a place you go when you die and burn forever. As we say, it would be better for you to cut off the offense in your life than to let the offense send you to hell. That it's the offense that's going to send you to hell. So you'd be better off to be maimed. Interestingly, we take this through our modern context to mean hell is a place you go when you die because of sin. It's a literal place you go when you die because of sin. But Jesus doesn't mean for you to literally cut off your hand. It's interesting how literalists are not literalists for the first half of the verse, but are literalists for the last half of the verse. So in that hermeneutic, it would sound like this. You're going to go to a place called hell if you keep sinning Jesus doesn't mean you should cut off your actual hand to avoid an actual hell. He means you should cut off whatever is spiritually wrong so you can avoid an actual hell. Can you see how we've got half of it symbolic and half of it literal? But what if Jesus is teaching in the vein of Jeremiah a prophetic warning? If you're sinning, get rid of what it is that's causing you to sin it would be better to enter into the kingdom that is coming than to die and be cast into the valley of Hinnom whatever you have to do get into the kingdom that is coming avoid the fate of landing in the valley of Hinnom if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off it's better for you to enter life lame rather than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that shall never be quenched, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It's better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into Gehenna fire. I'm going to go ahead and read it the way the Greek says it there. Into, Into the fires of Gehenna where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. To die in Israel as a Jew... You were claimed by family and buried. Most often you were buried, wrapped up above ground in a tomb. And then after a couple of years, when you're body had decomposed, the family would gather your bones and place them in a familial box. The box would have the family name on it. This is why families owned entire tombs and would bury generations in them. Bury, not in the ground as you and I bury, but in the caves and then would place them into those boxes. Um, if if, If you were claimed member of the family, member of the family of God, You were buried because you were considered worthy for the great resurrection. There was nothing worse than to be burned with the garbage, sort of taken to ash the way the heathens did it. Um, And they even taught that you were cursed if you ended up there, which could be the reason why Jesus says better to enter the kingdom one-handed, one eye, one foot, than to let your other hand find the kind of problem that would end you up in the Valley of Hinnom, in Gehenna. As the Romans march on Jerusalem, they crucify over a million Jews on crosses outside the city. When those crosses come down, they don't bury them in Jewish tombs in anticipation of the resurrection. They sweep them off into the valley of Gehenna. Um, the, The ash would wash down the valley into the Dead Sea. There's a reason why we call it dead. It's not only because it has no animals or plants, but because for centuries it contained the ash of the dead. Jesus is telling us to enter the kingdom as members of the family. We're going to close this with an essay tomorrow from verses 49 and verse 50. You don't want to miss it. I think it'll be a good capstone for this. See you then. God bless.